breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. And uh we recently got a report from the uh, Louisiana Department of Health on the situation of our water and sewage department on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Uh Director William Daniel. William, good morning. Thanks for t- talking with us this morning. Oh, you're welcome. Good morning to y'all. I'm looking over the report and you know, when you look at things, uh, they, they they deduct points for, like, federal violations, uh, treatment techniques, uh, no deductions for that. Points deducted for uh, maybe, uh, let's see, the iron or manganese levels, no deductions for that. Where we got hit hard is our infrastructure deficiencies. And that's something that's been that that we've been dealing with for a long time. How 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 are we addressing that? Well, <clears throat> one of the one of the most uh, glaring um, deficiencies we ha- deficiencies that we have in our infrastructure is the uh, water towers, and we have uh, we're very fortunate to receive a grant from the state, and we're now in the process of um, bidding out. Uh, the repairs to all the water towers are going to be upgraded to almost brand new, and then we're going to repaint them. So um, we should get the majority of those points back. So we're we're pretty excited about that um, that grant. Little concerned though when we have a seventy-one, which is darn close to a D, as you well know. If your son or daughter came home well, with a seventy, well, that was the preliminary. Okay, that was the preliminary grade. And is the new number seventy-four? We're 75. 75. But we look at around the state, uh, Baton Rouge and A, Lafayette and A, Lake Charles and A, Alexandria and A, uh, Bossier B, Monroe B. Most other cities in the state are performing better than we are with our water quality. Um, how long is it going to take before we are up to where every all of our other bigger cities are? Well, I think that by next year, we'll have improved, improved our score to a B or an A. I mean, you know, we we were in the middle of a financial sustainability uh, study, so we lost five points for that. We're going to uh, basically get almost all of the 20 points back that we lost. So that's 25 points that we're going to get back um, by next year. Okay. So I think, you know, we're going to be a B or an A next year. But, I mean, this is not... You know, when you think about the things that have gone on over the last 25 years in Shreveport, this should not be a surprise. Uh, we have not invested in our infrastructure the way, you know, us, uh, other cities have. I mean, I'm very familiar with Baton Rouge, and I know, and it's a private, but, I mean, they, they are constantly uh, investing in their uh, infrastructure there. And uh, I can only imagine that other cities are as well. Mm-hmm. You know. One of the things that's been um, holding us back is we've been under this very um, difficult consent decree for the sewer system, and we've been putting a lot of money into the sewer system 
at the expense of the water system. And we have told EPA on numerous occasions that that cannot continue, that we need to start investing in our water system as well. And I think we're getting the message through. Do you have a new agreement with the EPA? Have you all come to an, uh, some terms of, hey, we're still working on the sewer system, but you got to give us a break? Because the mayor announced at the North Shreveport Business Association a few weeks ago that you were facing possible fines from the EPA. Are we being fined now, or have you all come to some sort of agreement? We are coming to an agreement. We have not reached an agreement yet, but we have really made up a lot of ground, and we're almost on the same page uh, for an agreement. We've had talks going on pretty continuously for the last several months. We have been fined. Uh, How much? We don't think How the much? Fines I'm not really sure at this moment. The, f- the fines are kind of variable, uh, but it's in the neighborhood of about $4 million. Wow. We could sure use that money to help improve our system, right? Well, you know, fines fines are for systems that don't want to do what the EPA says. Mm-hmm. We have We have outperformed what EPA has asked us to do over the last 10 years. We were supposed to spend $325 million. We spent over 500 We were supposed to do it in 12 years. We did it in 10. So we don't think the fines are justified. Uh, and we, and, and Mayor Arsenault is, has made it clear that he doesn't accept the fines. And we and haven't, we have we haven't paid them, right? We have not paid them, no. Okay. Talk, talking with William Daniel, Water and Sewage Director for the City of Shreveport. William, you said a moment ago that the uh, C grade uh, isn't really a surprise. What's a surprise to me is when I think of infrastructure deficiencies, especially like in Broadmoor, uh, these water mains that are constantly having to be you know, repaired because they've blown. Uh, it's a surprise to me that the water towers are the main issue that uh, that need to be well, addressed yeah. and i know they do need to be we've we've talked about that before about the the pinholes that have rusted through and and it that uh that uh, right. affected the integrity of the water towers and i'm glad they're being redone uh but i think more of infrastructure in in you know the the piping and in the the water lines and there's no doubt that infrastructure is uh old and it needs to be upgraded as well but the points we lost were from on the sanitary survey and uh, LDH comes every three years and does a review of your water system and we had numerous deductions for our water towers which we are and there were some other things too uh, more minor in nature and we are correcting those as well so um, but you're right. Our our, our piping infrastructure is um, not as reliable as it should be. Let me, and, you're, and you're pretty candid, as was Mayor Arsenault when I asked him this question. So I'm going to ask you and see where we are now. Um, because of the consent decree, because of our infrastructure needs for our water department, um, are we anticipating possibly raising our water and sewer rates this year? He told me yes. Um, 
you well, obviously the answer is definitely yes. You're obviously in on those conversations. What kind of increase should residents, as they listen to you this morning, what kinds of rate of increase in their water rates should we brace ourselves for? Well, I'm not so sure that we have come to that final conclusion yet. We, this is this is all part of our discussion with EPA over how long that we're going to get to repair, um, to make the repairs that EPA thinks are, is necessary. Obviously, the longer the uh, period of time that we can make these repairs, uh, we, um, you know, the better the rate structure can be overall. Uh, we we have made a point with EPA to you know to say, look, rather than go and just start repairing pipe, we want to repair the pipe that is most um, probable to cause us an SSO, uh, a sanitary sewer overflow. So we're trying to have a priority program with EPA, which will help us with. Uh, the rates and being able to stretch it over time. So it's hard to say at this point, but but we're definitely going to have some some sewer rate increases and probably some associated water rate increases in the future. I can't say at this point what they are yet because we're still in discussions. How soon will but, you How uh, soon will you and the mayor be making your pitch and and presenting it to the council? It's hard to say. The, the 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 discussions with EPA are getting very detailed now. So, I mean, it could be anywhere in the next 90 days. One seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and sort of McCarty sort of sort of sort of is it squeaky still I'm wow. I'm doing all I, I'm giving you all I got uh, I have been on just uh, make it through tomorrow today is the start <laughs> <laughs> I do need a long weekend but no I, I'll I'll start I'm drinking inside this drink don't tell anybody is a good concoction. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it? It's not the COVID, huh? No. Would I be here if I had COVID? For crying out loud! <laughs> Do you notice the hesitation, though? I didn't hear any hesitation. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What do you think, you Rube? It's on my side. No, COVID's gone. COVID's over, right? Isn't it over? Well, the lunacy hopefully is over. I mean, COVID's going to be with us. It was with us before all of that happened. It wasn't a new thing. COVID, this started in my throat, way down here in the throat. Yeah. COVID doesn't start there. So, you know, this is not COVID. Now now the boss is going to call and tell me to go home. joking. You just made a horrible mistake. (laughs) If she's listening, she's going to call and say, go home. It's a joke. I was at the doctor (laughs) yesterday. Oh, you're okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was just a typical, you know, I hadn't been in in a while. Was it uh, that doctor? What? She (laughs) pointed at me and said, that doctor. That doctor? I know. No, no. no. (laughs) Which, uh, I I did have to talk to my marijuana doctor the other day to renew my prescription. So, yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
It was a it was a, a fourteen second phone call. <laughs> I was gonna say what what what, what, do you, what does he say? Yep, you're still crazy. Okay, you're good. Yep, yep. <laughs> you still got uh, what you said you had. All right, then keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like those commercials for the blue pill. Yeah. Online. Get it online. I would like to track numbers of glaucoma in Louisiana. Yeah. Since medical marijuana. Oh, between glaucoma and, and anxiety. It's, oh, uh, yeah. 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 Anxiety numbers through the roof. Through the roof. Yeah. Golly, <laughs> that's nuts. I'm going to be okay. i just been... I slept I know, I and kidding. slept and slept and I drank... Um, this funny concoction throughout the evening, and I, I literally slept till my alarm today, which was kind of cool. That's rare for me, rare. Well, I woke up like at twelve twenty-two, but it's always to get up and go pee. It's not to. <laughs> yeah. It's not because I'm up for <laughs> right. Exactly. Gonna go to go scour the internet or or, or do anything, but uh, yeah, and then and, and of course the alarm goes off and. Uh huh. I actually, I think I woke up a little before the alarm this morning. Man. And then you kind of wait for it to go off. Yeah. You know. And it's, this is one of those days where, listen to my schedule. I have lunch. I have physical therapy. I have an event at the pool that I need to go to. And we have a crawfish bowl to go to this evening. So it's a busy day for moi. I don't think there's going to be any nap coming up for me. So it's going to be a busy, busy afternoon. So I'm hoping the crawfish in the evening is spicy. So that it will get rid of my throat issues. So, yeah, you have to go to the crawfish bowl, too. I'm just looking at my calendar. Don't I, forget. Is that today? Yes, it's today. Why isn't it on my calendar? I, I will write it down on your damn calendar. <laughs> Cheers to you. <laughs> Cheers. Wait, I don't Everybody it. drink it, up. It popped up. No, I'm, I'm really confused right now because it popped up when I opened my phone, but then I look we at my calendar. We've got to take a break. we got to take a break. It's not on my Fix ca- your calendar while we're playing commercials. I'm confused. <laughs> One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. This interesting article out of NOLA: The Saints, uh, all the players in the NFL graded their teams, okay, mm-hmm. on different things, and the Saints players graded their franchise. And you won't believe what got an F. What? Everything else, pretty much everything else, was was A's or B's. Don't tell me the food. Uh, B plus treatment of families. Okay. Um, strength coaches got an A. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weight room got an A minus. Training staff an A. Locker room team travel an A plus. Okay. New Orleans mm-hmm. Saints. New Orleans got an F on food service and nutrition. <laughs> Now, I thought I was joking. Uh, you, I, you just popped blew my your balloon. story. Yeah, I know. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> How does the food service in New Orleans get a? <laughs> well, now you got to realize they're not serving them. You know, crawfish, crawfish. Etouf- yeah. exactly, jambalaya, and oh, fried they're serving fish. them hot dogs, and they want what they're they not want all is going New Orleans, down to Felix's yeah. and eating. So yeah, okay. So, so maybe, they're 
they're used to having great New Orleans food, and then they're getting hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're having to eat kale, and I mean this is nutritious. Yeah, you know. yeah. I'm, oh. a, I'm supposing kale oh, so is that's healthy. It. That's, that's what it is. They want all the great Probably. New Orleans food, yeah. and they're getting seaweed. See? Yeah, okay. <laughs> seaweed. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay, I can I can food understand service that. Service and nutrition. Uh, F minus. <laughs> don't give us this nonsense. Yeah, tied mm. for thirtieth. Last place in the league. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I just Mm. thought that was funny. That is pretty funny. That is pretty funny. Food in New Orleans ranked last. Ooh. Yeah, but they're not giving them the good stuff. I don't think they get beignets this morning. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That's not happening. I mean, they probably can. Those guys work it off. Oh, absolutely. Uh, You know, unlike some of us. Yeah. So... But, just uh, sniff them and we get an it on our butt. F minus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just an F. <laughs> an F minus. Not good. For nutrition. Uh, when we come and back. It, says it, it appears that the Saints do not provide dinner to players, making it only one of three teams that don't do that. Oh. So they don't okay. even provide dinner. Well, that would be it, too. If you don't yeah. provide me a meal, and I know all my buddies everywhere else get a meal. They provide a late lunch around 3, t- 3 p.m. Okay. When, the, when their practices are at noon. Oh, not good. Not so good. I want a dinner. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Suing Council Chairman James Green. Yep, the lawsuit's been filed. It's been filed. Mm-hmm. We'll find out more. You bet. Coming up. Seven FM, seven ten, Keel, Mike and McCarty. We discussed last week about uh, Shreveport City Councilman Chairperson. What is that? Is it the chairman? Chairman. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right. Chairman James Green. Uh, he's gone off on private citizens from the dais. Uh, he's gone off now on uh, members of the media, whether you agree with them or not. Um, it's like he's not answerable to anybody, Mm-mm. and there's no check on 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 his control. Is that what I'm what I'm looking for? He just spews. He just takes off, and nobody calls him on it. I'm hoping there will be some council members now. You know, in the next meeting, that will you know call the meeting to order, point of order. Use Robert's rules of order. You cannot go off like that on a member of the public. Uh, as chairman of the council, it's just out of order. And, you know, if you go back and you run the meetings by Robert's rules of order, there are some things you can do to stop this kind of diatribe. I'm hoping council members have studied it and will make an attempt to stop that and, and call him out of order. But in the meantime, John Settle, who is the publisher of Focus SB, the Inquisitor, you know about it as that, um, has filed or is filing, I believe it will be filed officially tomorrow a lawsuit against James Green for defamation of character and damages. Because in Green's last diatribe, he made comments that um, Settle says are absolutely not true and defamatory. And one of them was that he's a disbarred attorney. Quote, low-grade disbarred attorney. Settle was never disbarred. 
He turned in his law license. Um, Green Settle was upset because Councilwoman Taylor wouldn't sleep with him. Now, where does he get that? Good question. Where, where does question. he get that? I would like do to you see. Have, do you have proof? Do you have evidence of that, of that? accusation? The whole thing is going to hinge on. To be honest with you, Green never named Settle by name. He never said. He said, "I'm not going to. I'm not going to give his name out. I'm. I'm not going to gratify him by saying his name." Everybody that saw it, everybody in the chamber, everybody knows who he was referring to. That's what Settle's up against. He also claims Settle broke the law by, quote, coming up here and bringing me a check. He put some checks on other council member stations. I mean, he went on and on about that, um, about Settle just passing out checks all the time. It, you know, a lot of the claims were were whew, out there. I mean, they were, and they were personal attacks oh it's no doubt about like it you're 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 arguing well yeah now i'm not i'm not sitting here defending john settle and he just texted me so i'm sure he's listening and we're going to have him in tomorrow to talk about it once he files the suit but um you know he has done things that uh he has called some of the black council members boy he has referred to them as um he's used the term tar baby there are some things he has done which are absolutely indefensible. And, you know, we'll have to ask him about that tomorrow when he's here. But still, to get up there as a, as a, and, and James Green said, uh, you know, everybody asked me to rise above it and, and I'm not going to do that. I'm tired of doing that. You have to keep doing it. If you're the council chairman, you have to keep doing yes. it. You have to ignore the attacks. And I know James Green from back when he was on the council many years ago. Mike, he's a different man. I'm not sure what happened to him. He was so respectful and so dignified. I thought the world of him. Well, the phrase absolute power corrupts absolutely. Does and that come to mind? That might be it. I mean, he was always helpful. He was always willing to cooperate. He was always looking for the good in everyone. And he has completely changed. I'm, I'm not sure. Truthfully, I'm not sure what has happened to him. Um, maybe the criticism has really ticked him off. Perhaps it has. But, you know, you would think as a as a man of God um, that he would still know you have to keep turning the other cheek. You have to keep just moving on, doing what you think is best for your district, even though other people may disagree with you. But he doesn't. He has to, He's done doing that. He went when, off on John Glover for crying out loud. Yeah. You know, a, a, a member of the society, not, you know, a resident. She's not a media member. She's just somebody who's a watchdog. Well, when Jesus was asked, how many times should I forgive my neighbor? Seven times? And Jesus said, no, 70 times seven. Yeah. So That's you got to put up with it, especially if you're held to a higher standard. Mm -hmm. And you know what? As an elected member, you are held to a higher standard. Yep. And I bet we're going to have to pay. Don't like that. I bet we're going to have to pay to defend James Green in this lawsuit. Woohoo! <laughs> Mike Kim McCarty, 1017 FM. Have a, another employee came in, and I'm a watch person. No, you're a squirrel person. So we're talking watches. <laughs> I love watches. In fact, I've got to go buy. I've got a watch at the shop 
that uh, it's a pocket watch that I've had, a nice Bulova pocket watch. Okay. And it, they got it fixed, and I haven't. I got to go pick it up. But uh, so anyway, <laughs> this is a hybrid smartwatch, by the way. Just whatever. It looks like a traditional watch face, but it connects to my phone and. <laughs> We're riveted by this. I'm riveted. You asked. <laughs> Actually, she didn't, did she? No, she no didn't. nobody asked. Nobody asked. <laughs> Sorry. I can see them punching the dial. Bye. I saw, Bye. I, I saw something last night, and I don't have time to get into it heavy, but I, I did want to mention this. Uh, Sean Hannity was talking about possible indictments coming against Hunter Biden, and not for... The serious stuff on his laptop, but rather taxes. Child support, too. And, and Yeah. And, and so, uh, but they were saying, he, he did make mention that, of course, uh, Joe is involved heavily in all of this. Mm-hmm. And that Joe may get caught up in it and actually may get indicted, could possibly serve time. And at first, I'm thinking never happened. No. But this is one of those shows where Hannity has a live audience, and I don't like those. I don't like the live audience on the Hannity yeah. show. Um, well, they start they start cheering and applauding. Oh. Joe going to prison. Oh, they're cheering and applauding. Now, a few weeks ago, they played clips of the left cheering and applauding when Trump got indicted. Mm-hmm. It was classless. Uh, the women of the spew all just cheering and dancing on the sets. Mm-hmm. Having a party. Having a party. And I thought, this is no better. Stop. First of all, this isn't applause worthy. Mm-hmm. The president of the United States, who actually did do this, these crimes, this is not a good day for America. No. If, if, no. if, 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 if a sitting president goes to jail... This is a very sad day. It's not going to happen. Come on. Yeah, of course it'll it's not going to happen. happen. Hunter won't get it. I mean, it'll never happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying for them to applaud. Yeah. And now, yeah, do I want to see the man out of... Of course I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I want to see somebody pay for the crimes that they've committed? Of course. Right. We all do. But but this is not... We we need to be better than that. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be, don't be like the left cheering... Right. And, it, yeah. it does no good. It's very disrespectful to the office. And, you know, I'm not for that either. Absolutely not. Hunter Biden needs to be accountable. He needs to be held accountable. And it's time. And if he, I mean, for me, the lowest of the low is not taking care of your children. Shame the heck on you. When your father is a multimillionaire that could easily write a check to make that all go away, um, please. And you're, gonna, and you're getting dragged into court. I think it's in an Arkansas court. I don't know if they've resolved it or not, but um, last thing I saw was he was being dragged into court on a child support case. That shouldn't have, you shouldn't have even gotten to that point. Figure it out. Right. Now, you know, if the child's not his and all that, well, you know, come out and prove. I don't think you know, they're arguing that it's not his. I don't think his. they are. They're not even they're... saying that. And that's, and that's another issue that, mm-hmm. again, a longer segment. Yeah. Oh man, it's just a, but it, it's it's it just shows the type of people that they are. Right, exactly, no doubt about it. And it, mm. and it doesn't paint a good picture. No. Uh, coming up next hour, hopefully. Uh, well, no, that's we're we're going to talk with uh, Settle tomorrow. Yes, you've got to get him scheduled tomorrow. Right, he's coming in tomorrow. My, because you were texting you up, so I didn't know. If he's the, <laughs> 
<laughs> we're, we're also working on, um, we have more information on that Bozier violent episode. We They had a news conference yesterday, and we have more information about that, which we can tell you about when we get back to it. Michael McCarty, 1017. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty hoping to get a hold of Lewis Johnson, uh, the uh, new PIO for the city of Bozier City. Um, hopefully, we'll hear back from him. The uh, shooting that took place um, in Bozier at the Labossier is that right? No, no, no. The shooting was at the Valero. At the Valero on Industrial Drive. Uh, and the suspect ran over to the, um, when he That's was fleeing, right. he That's ran right. over to the Labossier. And I need to correct something in the newscast just a moment ago. You perhaps heard me say uh, police chief Shane McWilliams. Obviously, we have a new chief in Bozier, Daniel Haugen. Haugen, yes. Um, I apologize for that. I was actually reading copy from um, the, the Louisiana radio network, and they apparently pulled up a piece that... Uh, had the old chief's name in it. So I, I'm going to fix that, Reuben. Do not run that one again, please. Um, because I was on literally on autopilot this morning, and I looked at their copy. I thought that's a great story and did not even ring a bell to me because I'm not feeling good today. But that's a whole other subject. I screwed up that story, so I will fix that. But they have identified the police officer, Officer Gallon, um, on the force for, I think, 13 years and uh, has a wife and a couple of children. Um, Kenny Gallon, he was, Mike, I believe he was shot four times. I, I You know, I, th- that's amazing. He's still in the hospital and uh, he is recovering. It's just such a tragedy. And it, it, it's an amazing story that the police officer was not killed. The other thing that's kind of interesting is that he... Um, excuse me. The mayor is is uh, calling. Yes. <laughs> Let's schedule him for seven seven forty, if we can. But anyway, I'm sorry. We're trying to do a segment, and both of us are answering our phones. Ruben, this is on you now. Hi, everybody. It's the Ruben yeah. <laughs> show now. <laughs> or we can do them next. We can break now, and we'll schedule it next. We How can, about that? We can go Let's into the next that. one early. We'll get more details about that Bozier shooting coming up next, right here. One- seven FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Got a busy weekend again. Do you do you have that thing I sent you this morning about the house members? Um, oh, pay Lord. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you what happened with the minimum wage increase. Um, the bill to increase the minimum wage in Louisiana got killed in committee. It would raise the minimum wage from 725 to 10 bucks an hour. Um, it looks like it's dead for this session, but the bill to increase lawmaker pay um, seems to be moving forward. Now, it would increase pay from 16800 a year 
to sixty thousand dollars a year. Now, that's a lot of money. This is a part-time job. Is that right? Am supposed I, am to be I a part-time job, correctly? but every lawmaker, my phone's going to now blow up. Every lawmaker will tell you it's not a part-time job that they're taking calls from constituents. They're in Baton Rouge for committee meetings. That you know they stay busy, and it's hard to earn their regular living on whatever they do while they're being a lawmaker. I understand that, but let's not get sideways here. None of them make sixteen thousand eight hundred a year. I don't know. You have the list. Now, do any of them? That's I've, all they make. I'm, I'm, I've never seen so many numbers on one page. I requested it from the House Clerk yesterday. I've the, requested the Senate as well. Haven't gotten the Senate side yet, but I did get the House. This is all the numbers from twenty twenty two. Now this says monthly allowance sixteen thousand eight hundred. That's their salary. That's what they get. It's not monthly. It's annual. Okay, expense uh, unvouched expense is six thousand dollars. They all get that as well. Mm-hmm. So you can add that. That's already added to it. Right. Uh, then they get mileage, and mm-hmm. the mileage varies anywhere from a hundred fifty-two dollars. Uh, over twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars. Uh, it, it's and like you said before, it depends on from where they're coming. Right, exactly. The the ones from North Louisiana are going to get more uh, mileage amount mm-hmm. than those that live below Alec or in, right. in Baton Rouge. Right, and the, and the many so, of them that that live here are well over forty. Some of them well over fifty thousand. Yeah, the lowest amount that I can see at a quick glance is is over forty thousand. The lo- that's the lowest amount for any of them. No, let me take that back. Twenty seven thousand for Vanessa Lafleur, uh, but but one of the highest amounts is uh, Jerome Zeringue. Zerang. That, that's what I said. Yeah. Eighty seven thousand. Now, now, th- now, when we say that he makes eighty-seven thousand, he probably is chairman of one of the committees that meets all throughout the year. So he's having to go to Baton Rouge all the time. He's down there all the time, and he gets a lot of per diem. They get a per diem check. Uh, well, where uh, everybody else is now, the column says monthly allowance. It can't be sixteen thousand eight hundred a month. No, it's not. Um, everybody else is is sixteen thousand eight. His is fifty thousand seven hundred ninety nine dollars ninety six cents. Some of the big chairs of the big committees, and of course the speaker and others, get more money for that allowance. They get uh, you know they get a lot four hundred for mileage also. Mm-hmm. Clay Shakespeare, who's speaker of the house, seventy seven thousand yeah. dollars is what he makes. You would be adding another forty five or so to that. Some of these folks would now be into the, a, a bunch of them would now be into six figures if this pay raise goes into effect. Is that offensive to you? Does that tick you off? Uh, I, it you certainly know. raises a lot of questions. I understand they do more. It's like, it's Aaron, frankly, it's like when you leave here, you may leave here at 10 in the morning, mm-hmm. but your day is not over. Oh, not even close. Yeah. I leave here around lunchtime. My day's not over. Right, right. And, and I understand these guys, it's more than just sitting at the desk, mm-hmm. you know, on the days that they're there. But come on. Yeah. Look at the optics on this. In an election year, which is which is why I probably would say it's not going to pass, 
because we are in an election year and a bunch of them are up for re-election. And if they vote them, what the optics don't look good is if you vote down a minimum wage increase, but you vote yourself a substantial increase, a 200% increase. Holy schnollies, does that look bad? And yes, they probably are due an increase. They work a lot of hours. But don't, please don't sit there and tell me you make 16800 because ain't nary a one of them no, making eight. The other column of 6000 they all get at, at least that. Mm-hmm. And then so when that's, they, yeah, and when they go into special session, they get paid for that. Which last year, how many, did we have a veto session and a special session? This year, we've already had a special session on insurance, remember, before this? There's another $3,696 that's a ES1 mm-hmm. paid amount. Right. So that is that another $3,600? Yeah. The, the, now, the total, the total and, and, and we can't go into the weeds on this, it's math, but um, the total is on the left. No, the, the very total amount they've all gotten is on the far left. That's the column you need to look at. Um, there are some that have been paid for travel. Um, that's all lumped into the big total sum because some of now, them make there- trips. Are there staff salaries included? That's not included in this, is it? Yes, this is what they're paid, I believe. Now, I don't. Not too many of them have a full time staff. They pay for their own staff out of their pocket. I believe. I may be wrong. Okay, because but, we get we we got a message on the Shreveport Security Systems message board said they get dollars for staff, travel, etc. Overpay. I I I don't know that. I'd have to double check that. Uh, some of them don't have staffers. Now they have a they have a house staff that is paid, you know, by the state. That's a whole different subject, but it's not individual staff members. I mean, we'll look at some of our local lawmakers because we have time here. Uh, Cedric Glover, his pri- his his amount that he got was forty six thousand seven hundred dollars. Um, Dodie Horton, fifty eight thousand nine hundred dollars. Uh, Larry Bagley, he's one of the highest paid, $59,100. he has been chairing a committee, so he has to go down there a lot more often. There are um, several others that are paid more. You've got, um, let's see, Alan Seabaugh, he's $54,000. Of, several of the other local representatives are getting way more than $50,000. And so you've got to keep that in mind. Um, I just got a text from someone who was in the know, so thank you for this. Local staff are paid by the state. They are state employees. Okay, so if you hire an assistant to run your office, I appreciate that message. If you hire an assistant to run your local office that's paid, their state employees are paid by the state. So that doesn't come out of this, and it doesn't come out of their legislative pocket. So that's good to know that. I, I appreciate that. Francis Thompson, 62000 Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of money. It, it is a lot of money. I just, my whole deal is, in an election year, the optics do not look good when you're looking at numbers of, you know, giving yourself a two hundred percent increase and you didn't and vote, you vote in down the minimum wage. minimum wage increase. Though you know, everybody will say the minimum wage is going to cost us jobs if you do that, and and that the market should set the minimum wage, but. The, and, and and when I hear some people say, oh, there's nobody working for minimum wage. Yes, there are. There are people working for minimum wage. Now, are they trying to raise a family on that? It shouldn't be. But when a minimum wage was originally introduced by President Roosevelt, FDR, I believe it was FDR, it was to provide a livable wage. That's what was in the language. Now, that has morphed over the years. 
and it's not supposed to be a livable wage. It's not supposed to be your primary wage anymore. But when it was introduced way back, it was to provide a livable wage, money you could live on. Now, it's changed, so, you know, we have to decide, are we going to call it what it is? That's a fine line to walk. Uh, You bet. Dictating to a private business what to pay. Right. The market should decide. Mm -hmm. And, And we all know when a business has to pay higher wages... You're going to pay more for their goods. That, they're they're that just cost not gonna, is going to be pushed right. along. They're not going to suck it up. They're either going to lay people off or they're going to raise their prices. We have to know that. You know, there are some that will say, no, that didn't happen in, you know, in Oregon when they raised their minimum wage. Uh, that's debatable, depending on what data you look at. But, you know, I, my whole issue is the optics look horrible. To vote yourself a pay raise and vote down a minimum wage increase now I am waiting on the Senate data, so we will be putting all this online. If you're, you know, you want to see the exact salaries of each of them, I have requested this from the Senate side. It may take them a little bit to get it to me. You know, I'm not sure. They're in the middle of a session, so I was impressed that the House got it to me within like three hours. So they have they have the document. It's just a matter of send it to me. Right. You know, clicks. Yeah, it's clicks not like in. they had to gather all this information. No, no, they have it all. They know because it's obviously it's with the bill. You know, it's it's mirrored with the bill that they're now discussing to raise their wage. If we want to raise our wage, let's see what we really do make, and then let's go go forward from there. Do they deserve an increase? Absolutely. I feel the same way, like about our city council and our mayor here in Shreveport. Yes, they deserve an increase. But you got to be careful with the optics. If you're, you know, if you're trimming expenses everywhere else, if you're not able to keep your infrastructure of your city up to snuff, your crimes out of control, is it a good time to give yourself a pay raise? It's all about optics, really. That's what it's about. Mm. We'll find out more. We do have uh, the mayor on tap. Uh, He's going to join us, the mayor of Bossier City, uh, discussing the shooting that took place with uh, two deaths earlier this this week was that early that was earlier this week mm-hmm, yes gosh it seems like already so long ago I know. Micah McCarty what I want Seven FM, seven ten, Keel, Mike and McCarty. I saw a, a thing on the uh, Line Avenue Pie and Brew. We talked about that. Uh, they closed. Some say kind of abruptly, but they they did post a message. Uh, they said Ob- multiple continued obstacles in our industry mm-hmm. makes it unsustainable. Yeah. That's and, so sad. And part of the problem is you can't, they can't find workers, mm-hmm. is what I gather from this. You bet. And costs of everything. Right. I mean, if you're having to pay twice as much for everything you serve, and then when you want to, you know, add costs to your pizzas or whatever you're serving, and people don't want to pay that, then you you can't stay open. And, and, uh, and he says, as much as we hate to close the doors, uh, there are several more independents 
in our area facing the same obstacles mm-hmm. in all industries. Oh, you bet. You bet. It's not good. And, These, it, and, and, and every restaurant in town, if you talk to the, any of the owners, they'll say, man, it's a struggle. It's a fight to keep our head above water. Anybody that owns a retail business right now, they're struggling. He says one, one and this is a great point, uh, one ask of the Shreveport Bossier City community is to continue to, all caps, buy and support local. Yes, yes. So critical. So critical to do that. You no go, doubt. You know, you go across the country and, and every town has an Applebee's or, you know, mm-hmm. has a Chili's or Olive a Pizza Garden. Hut. Yeah. But it's the it's the pie and brews and, you know, the, the gibbons and mm-hmm. the local places that are what gives, and pardon the pun, gives, you know, each community its own flavor. Absolutely. It's the spirit of our community. It really is, and we got to support them, no doubt about support it. Support locally, yeah. You bet. Uh, Shreve, uh, Bossier City Mayor Tommy Chandler joining us next on the Jack Spring Electric News. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning. Shri- uh, Bozier City Mayor Tommy Chandler joining us. Uh, Tommy, good morning. We appreciate your time. Wish it was for uh, uh, something uh, a little better news. Fatal shooting yeah. took place a couple nights ago in Bozier City. Suspect is uh, in custody, uh, but unfortunately, two people passed away because of that and a Bossier City officer was shot. Can you tell us uh, more details on on uh, on the naming the victims and suspect? Well, I appreciate that and I want to say well say good morning to you and Mike Mike and good morning to Aaron mm-hmm. and good morning to all your listeners. Uh yes, it was a tragic thing that happened. Uh just a, a bad man was coming across the country and he chose Bossier City to stop at tried to do some more bad but uh my first responders uh they took care of that and he is in uh he's arrested now and he's in jail and he's uh Cortrell burks 50 year old also wanted in alabama for a murder is that accurate yes um, he stabbed his girlfriend and he shot at some other family members on his way okay his so was he just on the run and just stopped in bozier I suppose he thought, think so. He was just on the road, and this was just kind of a random, I guess, random stop. And he saw, I saw the chance maybe to get him some extra money or something, and uh, he took the, he took a bad shot at uh, a couple of people. The wounded officer identified as Kenny Gallon, um, on the force, I believe, for seven years. Um, Mayor, did I hear correctly? Was he shot four times? That's what it appears. Uh, I I even went up the day he was shot up to the to the hospital with our police chief Daniel Haugen, and uh, we he was in great spirits. He was even laughing. Uh, I'm amazed that he was able to do that. But he was, uh, I know at least three times, but uh, now I'm hearing four times. Now the officers wear body armor. Uh, did, was that effective? I mean, obviously. Obviously, if you're shot four times, there's something that was going your way. Well, basically, he was shot in the shoulder is one of them, I believe, and then shot in the leg. 
in both legs. Yeah, we could, yeah, Mayor, yeah. Mayor, we could be talking about a dead police officer today. By the grace yes, of God, we, by the grace of God, we're not. But we do, we do have two citizens who were killed in this incident, and and they were they one was doing his his job, the other was in there just buying something, right? Yes, ma'am. But you're looking at our guys responded in a minute and thirty three seconds. My first responders were there on the scene in in less than two minutes. That is outrageously fast. Uh, I'm very proud of my men. My men do their jobs. And they take care of business. And I'm very, very proud of them. The two people killed have been identified as 47-year-old Joshua Kalk, who was a customer, and 37-year-old Jariah Hamilton, who was a store clerk. What is your message as the mayor of Bossier to those families today? Uh, well, I want to extend my heartfelt sympathy to those families for this terrible incident. And, uh, I, I, you know, I just feel for all the family because come to find out a lot of my family members and friends knew these two gentlemen and i uh and i can feel for the family i'm very upset about it now he was wanted in alabama he's going to be charged in bozier parish though is that correct before being extradited to alabama do you will he serve yes, time he here yes well i don't know about serving time here i know he'll he'll have to uh you know go to court and all that to here do what he did here then i guess he'll go to uh Alabama and, and get all that taken care of there, too. So the guy's not going to get out no kind of way. Let me ask you this. We're talking to Mayor Tommy Chandler in Bossier City. I understand the suspect was caught over by the Labossier Hotel and that an alert clerk there took action to make sure the hotel did not become a target. Tell us what happened there. That was that was awesome. Our dispatchers called the Labossier and asked them to, to make sure they had all the doors locked because they knew something was going on. And he couldn't get in there. Just think if he would have got inside that hotel, he could have hid for days, really, before he came out uh, all through the different rooms of that hotel, and we never would have got him. So by the grace of God, it, uh, they did lock it, and uh, he was caught right there on site. Well, and no, and no telling how many lives were saved because he wasn't able to get in. Oh, yes, sir. Well, he, he, uh, I believe he, he dumped off the guns while he was running. Let me ask and, you something. Uh, I don't know if y'all have released this. Did officers end up firing any shots at him? Well, there was an extra officer there that was there to protect, you know, our officer and the other people surrounding the whole city. So there, there. Uh, I don't know about how many shots or the truth, but I haven't heard of how many shots that were fired by our men. But your guys did return fire at some point, and he fled on foot. He was running. Yes, ma'am. Bowser City Police did fire shots. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and did did, uh, did y'all seize his car? Was his car left at the Valero, and y'all y'all confiscated the car? I assume. Yes, ma'am. His car was parked right up in front of the Valero, right uh -huh. to the front. He just he was on the road, randomly stopped there off of on Airline Drive off I twenty or on Industrial yeah. to uh, probably to get gas, but it said to rob the place. Mm -hmm. Good grief! Uh, and and then. Was to stop and uh, rob the place, and I don't know about gas. He was at the gas pumps too, but uh, mm. so this I is a total he, random act of violence. Yes, sir. Our, you know, there's no escalation in our crime in Bozier. This was just a ramble, uh, random and evil act. You know, as a matter of fact, I'm proud to say our crime numbers are down. This was a random, random act. He was just dropping off of I-20 to 
to be wrong is what he was doing. This police officer, uh, how how rough a road does he have ahead with four gunshot wounds? Um, what's ahead for him, and what what can our community do for him? Well, uh, there is a lot of restaurants and other people that are going to have some fundraisers for Kenny, and that is awesome. The, the, the citizens of Bozier always come together to help people in need, and especially the uh, my first responders. Uh, he, I believe he's doing great. I, I've even seen pictures of him standing up with friends. Of course, he is in his hospital guard, but uh, he is up and, and smiling, and I believe uh, he might even be able to get out in the next couple of days. Wow. Mayor Tommy Chandler, City of Bossier. Thanks for your time, sir. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for calling. You bet. Thank you, Mayor. What a one. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. Saw a story this uh this girl gorgeous nasty she's a race car driver mm-hmm. going to compete in uh, in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series at Kansas Speedway coming up. All right. Danica Patrick competed IndyCar in mm-hmm. NASCAR. Sure did. Um, women competing in men's sports, okay? Mm-hmm. As women, <laughs> they're a woman, born a woman, and competing. Sure. More power. God love them. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Okay? And, and, and they want to step up. But there's, there's, and that this is a, that's a different, when you look at right now in, uh, in cycling, okay, competitive bicycling a man just won in the women's division one of these competitive grand prix and and they're allowing men to compete in women's as, events as in women's events in the in this grand prix and now here's a picture of this guy he's very feminine looking he's kind of kind of he's tall but he's he's kind of small and and when is this my? When is this madness? When are we going to wake up? I don't know. I don't because know. now women are retiring. One of the women in, in one of these champions in this sport is going. You know what? Forget it. Yeah. Forget yeah. it. If you're going to allow men to compete, mm-hmm. men's bodies are built differently. Right. Right. The, the muscle mass is is heavier, stronger. Mm-hmm. The, the heart is larger. The lung capacity is larger. It's not, it's not, you can say, Aaron, I'm just. <laughs> horse is out of the barn, though. I... Yeah, no, but that's, that's a horse you can put back in the barn. You can say, stop. Mm-hmm. We're not doing this anymore. We're not. We're, this is nuts. You were born a male, you're a male. Right, I, right. I don't have time to go deeper. Ruben's given yeah. me the, the, the signal. Yeah, he uh, is. We're up against the, the news. Mm-hmm. 1017 FM, 710 
1017 FM 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Earlier this morning, we were talking about uh, the legislature increasing their salary. I think it comes out to about 238% increase uh, from $16,800 to $60,000, which, okay, nobody's saying. I don't think anybody's saying they don't deserve an increase. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they do work more than just the days they are there. I understand that. They have a lot of issues that they deal with, constituents that they deal with on a regular basis. They travel a lot. I understand that. But when you vote down uh, an increase in the minimum wage, uh, mm-hmm. did they vote down the teacher pay raise? No, no, no. They're still working on that. They're still working on that. Oh, if they did that, yeah, you're you're dead meat. Yeah, you're dead meat. <laughs> but, but so again, we talked earlier, the optics don't look good. I got a text from our friend Scott Hughes about this very issue. Let me read this because we have time. Not defending the legislative raise, but they have not had an increase in about forty years. They can only vote an increase for the next group of elected officials, not themselves. They also have to live there all those days, thus the per diem, and pay for the gas and travel back and forth, mileage. They do get other additional limited funds for some staff and office, but not usually enough for a real full-time staff. But the optics and politics of it are horrible. One House committee recommends a legislative raise, while another committee shoots down a minimum wage increase. And yet another shoots down a teacher pay raise. Either costs are going up or they're not. Now, the teacher pay raise is going to get passed. It'll, it'll come back up and it'll get passed. There's no way they do that in an election year. But like you said, the, the, the optics of this are just not good. And it's not, again, obviously the initial reaction is to, oh my gosh, look at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But you can always dig deeper. There's always more right. to the story. And, and there's, there's, believe me, there's a lot I don't understand. Mm-hmm. There's a lot I don't know. Yeah. And, and so I'm not going to just be quick. Scott always puts a, a, a great perspective on it. And, and you know, he, he said before, he goes, I don't like to just initially react. Right. I like to take my time and, and, and study, you know, before he makes an assessment. So uh, I, I respect his opinion, and, and he's absolutely right. But we but to dive into the numbers, none of them make 16800 And to put that number out repeatedly, saying we only make 16800 that's not what they make. They make that mileage. They make the per diem. They typically have a housing allowance and all that stuff. And we got the numbers yesterday from the House side, which show exactly how much lawmakers from our area, in fact, all of the state House members got. I'm waiting on the report from the Senate, which I hope to have in the next few days. But they're all making well over 40000 already. Well and, over. And some 87000 uh, Zarang, uh, there's, yeah, there's well over, like you say. Mm-hmm. I th- the average is probably 40 to 50. Yes, it's about right. That's about right. Uh, our, our local Lawrence Bagley is at right at uh, 59,000, so close to 60. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at uh, some of our, our local uh, 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 Glover. Let me get back down. I have to scroll down mm-hmm. here on this. Uh, Cedric is at uh, 46. Forty six seven. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not sixteen eight. 
don't tell me you just make sixteen eight. No, you don't. And none of them are saying that. I think they're they're not saying that. But to put that number out there um, that we're going to raise their pay from sixteen eight, which is atrocious. Um, we all agree with that. We know someone asked about Danny McCormick. He he made fifty three thousand last year. Um, all of our local, and of course, we have to say the Shreveport folks that drive back and forth from Shreveport and Bossier, they're going to make more. They have more mileage. They have a longer time. They have to spend nights down there. They're not able to commute back and forth. If you live in Baton Rouge, you can get up in your own bed and go to the Capitol you know, that morning. If you live in Zachary, same thing. If you live in that Lafayette, even you can get up and drive over. But for Shreveport folks, it's not that it's not doable. I know some of them do get up at six in the morning and drive down for the week, but they stay down there for the week, you know, in some accommodations down there that they they are paid for. So, but this is not their only job. Oh, no, none of them. This is not the only job for, I don't think any of them. Most would would I would think would be a lot of them would be attorneys. There are a lot of attorneys. There are a lot of business folks. There are, um, you know, different professions. I bet if you you know surveyed them all, there's a good percent of them are attorneys. But they they will tell you the attorneys will tell you that you know this takes a lot of of money away from what they could earn mm-hmm. in the private sector. But when they tell you that, you got to say, but you knew that going in. It ain't like right. you didn't know it. You knew that you were going to work. It's it's really not a part-time job. And it, it's, it, you know, they work way more hours than any part-time job. Uh, Tammy Phelps from our area, $48,800. Thomas Presley, $50,000. Um, you know, the, the what they're getting now is far exceeding forty grand. Alan Seaball, 54000 So, I mean, we can go through the list. And we'll publish the list of all of them because, like you said, one of them's making 80 Gs. Clay Shakespeare, Speaker of the House, seventy-seven mm-hmm. grand. So there's a lot of money that goes through. It just doesn't look good. Yeah, just doesn't look good. You got, you know, you, you, you bad timing. Big, big, big bad timing. So I'm not sure what they're going to end up doing with it. But well, especially when you say timing, when people are struggling to to buy milk and fill up their cars and trucks. Mm-hmm. You bet. Absolutely. And go, yeah, we'd like a 200% increase in, in my salary. Right. That wouldn't be bad at all. It wouldn't be, especially when you're, you know, a lot of them are not running for that re-election, but there are a lot of them that are running for maybe a House member running for the Senate or vice versa. And some of them are not yet term limited. So they're running for re-election. Bad timing for that. I'm just telling you, it'll, it'll, it could cost some of them at the polls. That's for sure. Mayor Tommy Chandler joined us earlier this morning. We'll hear that conversation coming up at 840 with Mike and McCarty. What a- One seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. I need to try to save my voice for this because I don't let me go crazy, Ruben. Please, um, I, got, I don't know I, what we're. I, I don't know. know what we're in for. I'll I get know. the bottle of sedatives. Thank you, thank you. I got a call yesterday from a dear friend of mine. Go way back when our kids were youngsters. Our kids are grown now, and he said, um, "I need your help with something." And I said, "Anything? What do you need?" And he said, "Well, I'm I'm helping the guys at, with the Shreveport Rugby Club. You know, he's got some friends that are that play in the rugby club, and our Shreveport Rugby Club late of lately has been pretty successful. And they play at uh, AC Steer Park. I can't figure that game out. 
I think it's so cool. It's, well, they're so I, hot, yeah. for one. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. But, it, I mean, it's just, I love watching men bash on each other. It's incredible. But they're bringing in, they're trying to bring in, and I think it's already a done deal, a pretty big tournament that will bring teams from all over the region. Um, it's going to be a really cool event. And they're struggling um, <laughs> to keep the lights on. I think there are four big poles out there at AC Steer with lighting, and only one of them works, and it's kind of crooked, bent. Um, this stunned me. I, I have no proof of this yet. It was just what this dear friend told me, and, and I trust him dearly. He said, at one point, <laughs> I, I really can't believe this happened, but I believe my buddy, so I'm going to tell you what he told me. He said, at one point, the city gave him light bulbs. And said, if y'all can put them up, we, you know, we don't have the staff to get out there and put them up. If y'all can put them up, go ahead. Wait, so if, they're it, telling private citizens <laughs> to climb these, what, 30-foot poles? No, they, they, rented a, they rented a thingamajigger. What do you call the thingamajiggers? Um, a man lift? Yeah, a man lift of some sort. Okay. And they changed it. Still. Them. Exactly. <laughs> Here, go do it yourself. What if someone fell and died? Because they decided to change the Again, I have no proof this actually happened. I'm just telling you what I was told, that they gave them light bulbs and said, here you go, knock yourself out. So they actually rented the lift, put the light bulbs in. At their own expense. Absolutely. At their own expense, put the light bulbs Again. No, I'm not going to say it because I've never no, heard well, me say it. These a pack of bulbs that you go and buy at no, Lowe's. No, these either. are special bulbs. These are yeah. these huge? Are yes. they the big, huge? Big bulbs. But they thought, we need the lights. We'll do it. So they put them up. This story gets worse. Hang on to your britches. Though that only lasted a short time. They then hired an electrician, the rugby club did, to come out and check and see, hey, what's wrong with this pole? What's wrong? The ballasts are broken. So giving them light bulbs was really useless. It worked for a little while, but the ballast are broken. One of the things is bent. These folks have a big-time tournament coming. People walk in that park every evening. Oh, sure. It's a popular... You have the... What's the little Field of Dreams park there that they have? the playground for disabled children. Disabled children is there. You have have soccer practices there. You have all kind of events there. Mm -hmm. And, And we... We can't keep the lights on. I really, really struggle with this. And I struggle with the fact that we don't have staff to go out and change light bulbs in one of our parks. I know I'm going to get in trouble because the city people are going to go, we didn't do that. That didn't happen. Nobody's going to ever admit that happened, if it did. But we have got to find a way to fix that problem. We have got to find a way. And the rugby club, has come. these guys have come to the end of their line. And the end of their line is me. It's like, can you please help us? Because we we just we got to get somebody to fix this. We have to fix these light poles. I, I can't believe they just gave them the. I bulbs can't believe and said, that. Go fix them I cannot yourself. believe that either. That, I was that, really stunned. But I said, "Are you serious?" He goes, "I'm dead serious." They hired a. They have a bill for the lift. They brought out there themselves. So, well, well. Why did they hire? A, why did they hire a lift? Why do they have a bill showing that they paid for? I'm, I'm, I'm. We've got to do better. I'm going to send an email to the mayor today. AC Steer is one of our biggest and and brightest parks in our city. Light that, light that sucker up. 
invite people to come. You've got a, you've got the, the rugby club, very popular group of guys, mm-hmm. trying to have a big tournament here, which will draw all kinds of people. And three of the four lights out there are completely out, completely dark. And the fourth one that's still working is all dilly-whoppered. That's a fancy word Hold for on. broke. Dilly, dilly dilly-whoppered. <laughs> we can't have it. We got to stop having everything dilly-whoppered around here. We got to fix it. I'm just, you hear me? Ruben, did you have to hit the button? Dilly Whopper's okay. I think that's all right. I'm pretty sure. FCC's not going to get us? I'm going to have to go through the FCC book again for that one. Yeah. I'm going to have to look. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm relaxing now. Um, We have somebody over Parks and Rec, don't we? Of course. Shelly? Shelly Regal. And, you know, maybe I'll talk to her tomorrow and go, this possibly didn't happen. Did it? Could it possibly have happened? And she's truthful. She's honest. She'll go, you know, we didn't really have anybody to help them. They needed them immediately. So I gave them the bulbs and said, we don't have anybody to do it. We don't, we know the city's lift trucks have been broken. We know that we, we had, we had one truck and it was, it was down. So perhaps you said, Hey, and, and I'm sure if they did that, they probably had them sign, you know, Hey, you got to sign hold harmless with us. Cause if you fall off that truck and get hurt in our park, it ain't our fault. That was like that year the, that uh, the snow hit so hard during the independence bowl and ESPN had a shot the, because the, the field was covered in snow mm-hmm. and said, well, here's Shreveport snow equipment. <laughs> and it looked like a Yazoo mower with laying oh. on its side with a wheel missing. And <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, we're not prepared for uh, mm-hmm. maybe a blizzard, but we should be prepared to keep the lights on on yeah. our city parks. Just tell the rugby club guys that I'm working on it. I'm I'm on it. And uh, if they need to call me again, call me again. Mayor Tommy Chandler joining us here in about 10 minutes. Micah McCarty. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. <laughs> I saw a story where the Saints players ranked the Saints organization, and uh, in fact, it, it looks like players all across the league did this because the the Saints were ranked like tenth overall um, out of what thirty two teams. Mm-hmm. You won't believe what got the worst grade. They they ranked like weight room. Saints got an A. Travel, we Field. got an A plus. Yeah, the yeah the the trainers mm-hmm. and, and uh, how you, how they treat family members. Saints did A's and B's and everything except food. What New Orleans? New Orleans food. Food. <laughs> I think the biggest complaint was the fact that the Saints didn't serve dinner. I think that was the biggest complaint. Okay. Not, I don't think it was the quality of food as much as the fact that they didn't. Their uh, Saints were only like one of three or four teams that doesn't serve dinner. These players all know what other teams do. So yeah, if you don't serve well, dinner, sure, a lot most of them have other, come. Most of them have yes. come from. Yeah, you know, they've been around the league for, and they don't have dinner when they're ready for dinner. Now uh, the Saints say they do serve a late lunch, like a three p a three p.m. lunch when they have noon practices, mm-hmm. but. Aaron, if you're making, you know, 
$500,000 a year. Yeah, go down and get you What's some What's the seafood? league minimum? I don't even remember what the league minimum is. You can afford your own dinner. You can stop at Popeye's on the way home right. and get some chicken. Yeah, exactly. Oh, don't boy. Don't complain about Give them an F minus. Oh, for dinner, for food. <laughs> Come on. In New Orleans, the home, the home of great food. <laughs> That does look silly. It does look a little mm-hmm. silly. Yeah. Shreveport Mayor Tommy Chandler joining us. Shreveport Mayor. The, guys, keep Did he saying get promoted? that. I keep saying that. <laughs> is that a promotion? Oh, is, is that a promotion really or a demotion? You're right. <laughs> Bossier City Mayor Tommy Chandler. My apologies to Mayor Arsenault and Mayor Chandler. Uh, joined us on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline to discuss the uh, the boy this just dirt bag that was traveling through our area and stopped randomly mm. ended up killing two people we'll find out details next mike and Mc- One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline this morning. Shri- uh, Bozier City Mayor Tommy Chandler joining us. Uh, Tommy, good morning. We appreciate your time. Wish it was for uh, uh, something uh, a little better news. Fatal shooting yeah. took place a couple nights ago in Bozier City. Suspect is uh, in custody, uh, but unfortunately, two people passed away uh, because of that and a Bossier City officer was shot. Can you tell us uh, more details on on uh, on uh, naming the victims and suspect? Yes, it was a tragic thing that happened. Uh, just a, a bad man was coming across the country and he chose Bossier City to stop at to try to do some more bad. But uh, my first responders, uh, they took care of that and he is in, uh, he's arrested now and he's in jail. And he's uh, Cortrell Burks, 50-year-old, also wanted in Alabama for a murder. Is that accurate? Yes, um, he stabbed his girlfriend and he shot at some other family members on his way. Okay. So was he just on the run and just stopped in Bossier? I suppose he thinks so. He was just on the road. And this was just kind of a random, I guess, random stop. And he saw saw the chance maybe to get him some extra money or something and... uh, he took the he took the bad shots at uh, a couple of people. The wounded officer identified as Kenny Gallon um, on the force, I believe, for seven years. Um, Mayor, did I hear correctly? Was he shot four times? That's what it appears. Uh, I I even went up the day he was shot up to the to the hospital with our police chief Daniel Haugen, and uh, we he was in great spirits. He was even laughing. Uh, I'm amazed that he was able to do that, but he was, uh, I know at least three times, but uh, now I'm hearing four times. Now, the officers wear body armor. Uh, did, was that effective? I mean, obviously, obviously, if you're shot four times, there's something that was going your way. Well, basically, he was shot in the shoulder is one of them, I believe, and then shot in the leg. In both legs, yeah. We could, yeah, Mayor, yeah. Mayor, we could be talking about a dead police officer today. By the grace yes, of God, we, by the grace of God, we're not. But we do we do have two citizens who were killed in this incident, and and they were they one was doing his his job, the other was in there just buying something, right? Yes, ma'am. But you're looking at our guys responded in a minute and thirty three seconds. My first responders were there on the scene, 
in, in less than two minutes. That is outrageously fast. Uh, I'm very proud of my men. My men do their jobs, and they take care of business. And I'm very, very proud of them. The two people killed have been identified as 47-year-old Joshua Kalk, who was a customer, and 37-year-old Jariah Hamilton, who was a store clerk. What is your message as the mayor of Bossier to those families today? Uh, well, I want to extend my heartfelt sympathy to those families for this terrible incident. And, uh, I, I, you know, I just feel for all the family because come to find out a lot of my family members and friends knew these two gentlemen. And I... Uh, and I can feel for the family. I'm very upset about it. Now, he was wanted in Alabama. He's going to be charged in Bossier Parish, though. Is that correct? Before being extradited to Alabama? Do you, will he serve yes, time yes. here? Yes. Well, I don't know about serving time here. I know he'll he'll have to uh, you know, go to court and all that to here, do what he did here. Then I guess he'll go to uh, Alabama and and get all that taken care of there, too. So the guy's not going to get out no kind of way. Let me ask you this. We're talking to Mayor Tommy Chandler in Bossier City. I understand the suspect was caught over by the Labossier Hotel and that an alert clerk there took action to make sure the hotel did not become a target. Tell us what happened there. That was that was awesome. Our dispatchers called the Labossier and asked them to, to make sure they had all the doors locked because they knew something was going on. And he couldn't get in there. Just like if he would have got inside that hotel, he could have hid for days, really, before he came out uh, all through the different rooms in that hotel, and we never would have got it. So by the grace of God, that uh, they did lock it, and uh, he was caught right there on site. Well, and no, and no telling how many lives were saved because he wasn't able to get in. Oh, yes, sir. Well, he, he, uh, I believe he, he dumped off the guns while, while he was running. Let me ask you something. I don't know if y'all have released this. Did officers end up firing any shots at him? Well, there was an extra officer there that was there to protect, you know, our officer and the other people surrounding the whole city. So there was, there was, uh, I don't know about how many shots or the truth, but I haven't heard of how many shots that were fired by our men. But your guys did return fire at some point, and he fled on foot. He was running? Yes, ma'am. Bowser City Police did fire shots. Yes, ma'am. Okay, and did did, and, uh, did y'all seize his car? Was his car left at the Valero, and y'all y'all confiscated the car? I assume. Yes, ma'am. His car was parked right up in front of the Valero, right uh-huh. to the front. He just he was on the road, randomly stopped there off of on Airline Drive off I twenty on Industrial yeah. to uh, probably to get gas, but it said to rob the place. Mm-hmm. Good grief! Uh, and and then. Was to stop and uh, rob the place, and I don't know about gas. He was at the gas pumps too, but uh, mm. so this I is a total he, random act of violence. Yes, sir. Our, you know, there's no escalation in our crime in Bozier. This was just a ramble, uh, random and evil act. You know, as a matter of fact, I'm proud to say our crime numbers are down. This was a random, random act. He was just dropping off of I-20 to, to be wrong. Is what he was doing. This police officer, uh, how how rough a road does he have ahead with four gunshot wounds? Um, what's ahead for him, and what what can our community do for him? Well, uh, there is a lot of restaurants and other people that are going to have some fundraisers for Kenny, and that is awesome. The, the, the citizens of Bozier always come together to help people in need, and especially 
the uh, my first responders. Uh, he, I believe he's doing great. I, I've even seen pictures of him standing up with friends. Of course, he is in his hospital guard, but uh, he is up and, and smiling, and I believe uh, he might even be able to get out in Mexico. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. Uh, the the fallout continues mm-hmm. on this Bud Light. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> the the Dylan Mulvaney uh, campaign that they they launched. Now uh, I saw an article an article on on Fox News. Anheuser Busch. Obviously, they're trying to regroup. They're trying to salvage their reputation. Uh, they've got new ads coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, they already tried the Clydesdale and the big yeah, uh, uh, not political. Uh, patriotic ads. All sweetness. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, we're still American. Great. We love you. Uh, but <laughs> now they're trying to give away Bud Light. <laughs> they're giving they're giving it away to distributors um and 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 Bud Light they released a letter saying that uh, look this is a misconception this Mulvaney partnership mm-hmm. now what Bud Light said and let, and let me quote this can is not a formal campaign or advertisement when they had the can with with that guy's picture on it yeah. dressed as a woman right uh, he was he was celebrating what three hundred sixty five days of being a woman or something. I, I don't, have no clue. I don't know, but it says our vice president of Bud Light and all of us at Anheuser Busch are committed to reminding all of our consumers why they love Bud Light mm-hmm. and why they've made it the number one beer. They said the Mulvaney cans were only sent to the influencer to promote on social media, but were never available. For sale, oh. so you couldn't buy those in the store. A little damage control. It, yeah, that's well. That's what they're saying. Hmm. Hmm. Wholesalers were told in this Wall Street Journal article that customers incorrectly believed they were on the shelves, or that Mulvaney had appeared in a television commercial promoting the the product. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that didn't happen. Right. I see. I let's let's just say I'm a. I'm a regular uh, at the liquor store, and I never once saw rainbow Bud no. Lights at uh-huh. all. I never saw them. It was always just the same old regular blue Bud Lights. Right. Yeah. Never so, once. But, wow. First of all, you can say the effect of uh, uh, on the social media marketing, but but uh, <laughs> was it a good effect? Yeah. So, so Bud Light saying that wasn't. Look, it wasn't. But but the, their mar, their own marketing director. Remember, she came out and was talking yeah. about how proud she was of this, and mm. how it was inclusive. And, and uh, but you made one can <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, well, whatever it was. Yeah. Oh boy, you should have come out and said that from jump then, because you just blistered but, but, your business. But there are pundits saying, look, their their troubles have just started. Oh yeah. Uh, Clay uh, uh, Clay Travis says, I, "I think this is an unmitigated disaster, and it's completely, totally self-inflicted. Hmm. I don't know if they're going to climb out of this mess yeah. because now we're at the point where if somebody sees somebody drinking a Bud Light, they're making fun of them. Oh, right? So right. nobody wants to be made fun of. Mm-mm. No, 
Not at all. I'll buy anything other than Bud Light, he yeah. says. Yeah. And, mm. and it, it is. It's a warning to all those companies that think, you know what, there are no consequences. No. Trying no. To, to capitulate to these far left, woke, left wing in the country. It's nuts. It's nuts. Where's my presence, by the way? Oh, yeah. Y'all didn't bring me any presents? I think well, they're with my presents for my one-year anniversary. You hit one year this uh, week? Yeah. I just, today is 39 years. 39. You can see the picture of uh, Ruben. A oh, little yeah. bit of your head, too, Mike, <laughs> on my Facebook page. I can't believe it's been 39 years. 39 That's crazy. Congratulations, years. by the way. Started when I was two. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a baby. This is not our first time working together. <laughs> no, I was in not. the room right behind you. Yeah. And absolutely. apparently we started near the same time. Pretty close. Pretty close. Because you had just gotten there, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. May 4th, 1984. Golly. <laughs> this is so funny. Oh, man. Thankfully, you have a new chair. Hopefully, you'll feel better tomorrow. I hope so. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM, 710 Keel.